Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. It is Saturday, November 5th. It's the first Saturday of the month of November. Brother Jonathan, that just, that shocks me, man. Honestly, this year has just flown by. We're already in the month of November. Wow. <sighs> man, I can already smell the sweet tater souffle. Man, I, I'm telling green you. Green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Cranberry salad. I can, I mean, I can see it. <laughs> I can see that glaze, I mean, that, that beautifully placed turkey on that platter, the glaze over top. Man, the little pineapple slices of around it and wow. everything the little green leaves i think that's weird they don't even do anything but <laughs> it's there and man the decorations man with the, I, I can i can smell the i can smell the apple spice man the scent i can man, i can smell it it's almost here wow one of my favorite times of year thanksgiving thanksgiving, thanksgiving. Wow. that's awesome last year at the same time you're trying to get me accustomed to how Thanksgiving is in America, mm-hmm. and I've seen it, and I love it. I mean, I, I, we, I told you we have Thanksgiving at a different time in India, but ain't nothing like this. Man. Ain't nothing, nothing like, like this. But it's just amazing. I love the food. Yeah, I love all the food that you just said, and yeah. it took a while for me to get used to the American food because mm-hmm. I couldn't taste it. But now, man, I love that food. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love mm-hmm. that food, and I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for food. I, I don't make fun of you for food, but yeah. hey, man. I love food too. Good. I mean, food is just amazing. I mean, the greatest thing that God had ever done is food. You know what's wrong with skinny people? They're hungry. They're hungry. If they if they were if if they if I I know a lot of skinny people not hungry. They eat and eat and eat. It's just that they It's wicked. You don't see God's blessings. Right. That's it. You know, folks, the Bible says, He that trusteth (laughs) in the Lord shall be made fat. I know, I'm sure the context of it, blah, 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 whatever. You know, you can think whatever you want to think. I'll just believe the Bible. So with Thanksgiving coming around the corner, man, I just want to say this. I want to say, I hope you have somebody in mind you're thankful for. I really right. do. We're encouraged here uh, in college to 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 express our gratitude, you know, say thank you to people. And I hope you have somebody in mind that you're thinking of that maybe today, maybe sometime next week, you can express your gratitude toward that. I want to say this. I'm thankful for Brother Aaron Moyer. Wow. We haven't talked about him in a while, but he's, I guess you could say, the manager for Word for the Wilderness. He gets everything done. All Jonathan and I do is just sit behind a microphone and talk. That's all we do. Behind the scenes is Aaron Moyer, and man, he has to, <laughs> I feel, bless his heart, man, he has to listen to all of our episodes before you do, and he'll text us sometimes, say, guys, it sounds terrible, like the quality is just terrible, we have to come up and record it again, And but I appreciate Brother Aaron Moyer and all the hard work, he's a bus captain, he works on staff, he's in the media, I mean, he's 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 in the deep end and everything that he does, and he takes time to help us with our podcast, that's a blessing to me, and I'm so very thankful for that, but you know what? I'd be remiss. I mean, I'd really be, it'd be a bad thing for me with with Jonathan in the studio here not to take a moment and say, I'm thankful for my great, my wonderful, I'm so thankful for my dear family, man. I mean, God is... Ble- <laughs> you got me there. You just got me what there. What you mean, bro? Come what you mean? On. God Come is blessed. <laughs> I'm so... I, 
Come on, man. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I'm thankful for Out of family. all the times I got you, you had to get me. Yes, sir. Here. I'm thankful. Thanksgiving. No, but, but in all sincerity, man, and I'll, I'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> Maybe. But I'm, I'm honest. I'm thankful for my family. I, I, at the time we're recording this, I, I just got off the phone with my mom and dad. And, man, they're in Alabama. Amen. Sweet home. I, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't sing that. Over there. I'm sorry. It's not GSBC approved. <laughs> no, it's not Jesus, Jesus approved. I'm sorry, hey, I shouldn't say that. But yeah, they're in Alabama with my aunt and uncle. Man, they're having a good time there, and uh, and so I'm, I'm thankful for my family. You know, uh, I'm thankful for my grandparents up in Virginia and uh, in the Stanton area. My mama and papa down and back home in Georgia, and so very thankful for them. My family, uh, I, I got so much family. I don't know. I don't even know where all they are. Uh, Sarah and Brad and Maddie and Emma and, and, and I'm listing names. I'm going to get in trouble now. David, Anna, Oliver, Ivy. I used to be, what? I said, I said when you said Sarah and Braddy and I, and then Braddy. <laughs> Braddy's that is that right? I don't know. I don't know what. No, you got it right. I, yeah. I remember him telling <laughs> me too. that there are doctors who are good and they're bad Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad saying that. Remember? That was funny. He's like, yeah. He's like, yo, he's a good doctor. You mean there's bad doctors? <laughs> I still remember that. That's I still true. remember that. I, I, I pray for my family. I, I wish I could say every day. I, I probably miss a couple. But nearly every day I pray for my family. And I always go down the list. Uh, uh, David... Anna and Oliver, their names are right beside each other, and I always mess it up and combine them and say Anava. I always do that. I don't know why. I guess my mind just saying David Anava, and just combine two people into one. That's good too. And so I'm thankful for my family, and and like I said, man, I just so much I can't even list them all. I probably shouldn't list them all. Some weirdo is gonna be listening and start like <laughs> hacking their accounts and stuff. Probably <laughs> one of. <laughs> well, let's not go there. <laughs> It may offend people. Oh, not that'd, go be there. Good. that'd be good. But I do want to say I'm thankful for my dear friend, Brother Jonathan, even though I was walking to the studio tonight and he's like, where are you going? I'm like, what do you mean where I'm going? I'm like, you ready? You're like, ready for what? He's like, oh, and he forgot we were recording tonight. But that's all right, brother. That's all right. So anyway, I'm excited to see uh, as he, we, we've already stated this before, he's going through the book of Daniel. On his weeks, that we, and we're, we alternate weeks, as you well know. Uh, but he's going through the book of Daniel. I'm continuing in Matthew. We're going through the Gospel of Matthew. But he's going to continue his series in the book. I think you started it last week, didn't you? Or last week. Two I think weeks, it was or, two well, weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago because last week it was. Last week was yeah. you, and then you, it was you know before I mean. that. So, folks, you get your Bibles if you can. If you're driving, I don't advise you to get your Bibles. But listen and tune in as Jonathan continues his series of messages from the book of Daniel. Well, I, I really thank God that we get the opportunity to preach the gospel. I really, really thank God. And I always keep thinking, Joe, 8 billion people on this planet. And and look at how many people get to preach. 8 billion people and all 8 billion listen to the podcast. All 8 billion. I hope they do. But, but hey, think about it. Look at how many people get to preach. Not many get to preach. Not many get the joy of preaching. Or not many get the joy of serving God. Or not many get 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 the opportunity to do it. Not many have not many have salvation in them. Not many know Jesus or the joy of Jesus, the peace of Jesus, the work of Jesus. Not many people know, but I'm so glad that we know it. And I'm so glad that Daniel had the opportunity to stand up for God. And I'm so glad that Daniel never gave up. And I'm so glad that Daniel was such a an amazing man who made a big difference during his days in the Bible. As we read, we saw the 
the beginning of the book of Daniel, we saw the foundation that was God, and we saw that God gave, and we learned that God gave, and that God was in control, and it was God's plan, it was God's path, and God provided as the book went on. But here's another thing. God did his part in the whole book, or God did his part, but then Daniel had to do his part if the book of Daniel had to be completed. And I believe that Daniel did his part in the book of Daniel, chapter number 1, verses 8. Here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. Now, here's the thing, guys. God did his part by controlling everything, by providing and by his plan and his path, but Daniel had to purpose his heart to be in it. Daniel had to do his part by telling, all right, Lord, this is your plan and I'm going to get in it. This is your purpose and I'm going to get in it. Lord, I know you're going to provide and I'm going to get in it. Lord, I know. I know you're in control. You know, Daniel accepted what he would go through. Daniel accepted that they were going to go through 70 years of trials and tribulations. Seven years they would be under the Babylonian kingdom. He accepted that and here's what he did. He purposed in his heart not to defile himself. Now you might just say it's just food but listen to me friends. If he had given up there and if he hadn't purposed in his heart there at that moment, he would have never seen those three guys in the fire. You should, you could have never seen them come out of a lot of trials that they went through, the pain that they went through, the temptation that they went through. You would have never seen Daniel in the den of lions. You could have never seen Daniel come out of the den of lions because if he hadn't purpose in his heart that he wouldn't defile himself, his faith wouldn't have been tested. His trust wouldn't have been tested. His path and, 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 and his, 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 his trust on God, or how do you say his hope on God or him waiting on God or him leaning upon God wouldn't have been tested if he would have said, listen, I'm going to eat that food. But rather he says, listen, I purposed in my heart. I mean, he purposed in his heart. You know, the Bible says the word purpose means to put. That means it wasn't there already. He had to put it in his heart. It wasn't inbuilt in him. He did not, he did, he did not, he was not born with that or he did not have that ability, but he developed that and he said, listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in my heart. I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to purpose myself. I'm going to put in my heart that I'm not going to defile my myself at any cost and that was Daniel doing his part God did his part by laying out the path, the plan, and the provision, Daniel did his part by getting in it, by telling, listen, I purpose in my heart that I'm not going to defile myself. Just think about it. Had Daniel not purposed in his heart, we wouldn't have seen God do a miracle there. Had Daniel not purposed in his heart, we wouldn't have seen the three Hebrew boys in the fire and come out of the fire. Had Daniel not purposed in his heart, we wouldn't have seen Daniel tell those soldiers who came to his door and knocked and said, listen, bud, we're going to kill you. Daniel wouldn't have said, listen, give me some time and I'll pray and ask God and God will give me the wisdom. And Daniel wouldn't have told all that if he hadn't purposed in his heart that he was going to stand up for God. God did his part and Daniel had to do his part. Both of them, they, they, they went hand in hand. Now that is walking with God. Daniel walked with God, and Daniel prayed, and Daniel purposed in his heart that, hey, I am not going to defile myself. Now, you could ask me a question. Why did Daniel do that? Number one, he was thinking about the Lord. Number one, he was thinking about who God is, and I was just thinking today that we ought to have a conviction. Preachers preach about conviction. Above all, they preach about one kind of conviction. You know what? They say we ought to have a conviction about who we serve. We ought to have a conviction about who our God is. We ought to have a conviction. I mean, Rahab knew who our God was, and Ruth knew who 
who our God was. They weren't even in the family. They didn't even have God on their side, but they already knew who God was. They had a conviction about who our God was, and Ruth knew, and Ruth wanted to know more, and she said, listen, I'm going to go to the land where it was full. I want to know more about your God. And Rahab said, I've heard about your God. I know what he's done. I know he's been with all your people. I know he's held their hands up high. I know he's given victories. I know he's, he's done a lot of things, and now I know what God can do. I don't want to go against God, but I want to come in. I don't want to go against his will. I want to come in. I don't want to go against what he promises or his word. I just want to come in and get in with God. And Rahab had conviction about God. The same thing. Daniel said, all right, wait a minute. Before I eat, I got I, I to gotta wait. I got I a purpose in my heart. I'm not going to defile myself. You know why? Because I want to know who I serve. I serve the living God. I serve the God who made the earth and the heaven. I serve the God who made the plants and the seas and the oceans. I serve a God who made the skies, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything that you see around. I serve that God. It's not a God who's dead. It's not a God who's not living. It's a God who speaks. It's a God who walks. It's a God who talks. It's a God who, you know, he's a God who saves. He's a God who loves. And I can't. I'm purpose in my heart. I'm going to purpose in my heart that, hey, no, 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 no. I, I cannot defile myself because... Of the Lord. And then he says, I cannot because of my life. He says, my life belongs to God. He's the one who gave my life. My life is yours, Lord, to control. I give it all, God. Take my life. Do what you want to do with my life. And Daniel purposed in his heart and made that decision. He put in his heart not to defile himself because he thought about his life. And he was thinking, you know, my life is not mine. My life is God's life. If God has told Jeremiah, this is what's going to happen. 70 years is what we're going to be in. The problem, the temptation, the trial we are always going to be in. So I got to think about my life. I'm going to go through this. If, I, if throughout my life I'm going to go through this, I've got to purpose in my heart not to defile. And he looked at his life and, and really quickly he looked at his learning. Daniel was a prophet, says Jesus confirmed it that he was a prophet. Daniel was a good guy. Daniel knew about the word of God. Now you ask me, how did Daniel get to know that he shouldn't eat and defile himself with the bo uh, his body with that food? Because it was a commandment. He knew the law. Daniel knew what the law said. Daniel knew what Moses had said. Daniel knew all about their history. Daniel was a well-learned man. You ask me, how do you know, Jonathan, that he's a well-learned man? Well, the king said, get men who are well-learned and get men who had no blemish in them. Get men who were fast and get men who knew about things, get men who were good in learning or get men who had good wisdom and knowledge. If the king got those kind of boys, I believe Daniel was a good guy. Daniel had good wisdom. Daniel had good knowledge. His learning was what made him purpose in his heart not to defile. Not only his learning, he's leaning. He was leaning on the Lord's side. Who side are you leaning on? The song says, I'm leaning on the Lord's side. And who side are you clapping on? I'm clapping on the Lord's side. And who side are you dreaming on? I'm dreaming on the Lord's side. And who side are you? Who side are you, Daniel? Who side are you, Daniel? I'm leaning on the Lord's side. And he said, listen, I don't care about that food. I don't care about what the king thinks. I don't care about what he feels like. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to eat what I want to eat. I'm just going to eat the pulses. I'm just going to eat this food. Because I know God's going to keep us. And he's going to give us good health. And he was, you know, throughout his life, you see him leaning on the Lord's side. And that's why he said, listen, I'm going to purpose in my heart not to defile because I'm leaning on the Lord's side. And finally, he purposed in his heart because look at the length of his life. He said, listen, I'm not going to live that long. I'm not going to live that long, but every minute that I'm going to live, I'm going to live for God. Every second that I'm going to live, I'm going to live for God. Daniel Daniel said the length, I mean, every, every minute, every second, I am going to live for God. And if he had to do that for the length of his life, here's what he had to do. He had to purpose in his heart that he wouldn't 
defile himself. Now, finally, here's the thing. He said I wouldn't defile himself. He did not say he was not going to defile the law. He wouldn't say he's not going to defile his heritage. Or he wouldn't say he's going to defile his belief. But he says, I wouldn't defile myself. That himself, he wouldn't defile himself. That shows that Daniel was just an instrument. An instrument of praise. An instrument of prayer. An instrument of proclaiming. An instrument of power. If he would have defiled himself, listen, there's no way he could have praised God the way he praised God. There's no way he would have prayed the way he prayed. There's no way he would have been used to prophecy and the great prophecies that we see in the book of Daniel. There's no way he could have had power because he was just an instrument. God did his part, friends, and Daniel had to do his part by purposing in his heart. These are the two main foundations that we see in the book of Daniel. And then as we go on, it's going to get exciting because Daniel and God are going to go hand in hand and we get to see great things. But he purposed in his heart. I'm looking forward to the rest of this series. I'm excited to see where Jonathan's going to go, where he's going to take us. I'm excited to see the story of Daniel unfold. Thank you so much for listening today. And uh, tune in again next Saturday as we continue our series on Matthew. I trust you'll have a great week. Have a great day in God's house tomorrow. God bless you, folks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.